You're now tuning into the Who and How Club with your host, Eris Dejan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Who and How Club. It's your boy, Eris Dejan, checking in for episode 28 of the Who and How Club podcast. You are the Who and How Club. I am the Who and How Club. We are the Who and How Club. And uh, we are the who's and how's of the world. And you're tuning in to your lovely co, I mean, <laughs> your lovely host. Uh, I do have a co-host tonight, so that's why my, that's why I'm all giddy right now and I'm making errors. Uh, Eris Errors. I got a little co-host. Hi. I didn't say say hi yet. Okay, we need to restart this whole episode because I fucked up. But anyway, I don't Just even continue. I don't even know why I said a little co-host, but she is tiny. I I say that she's a little bit all the time. Um, but I do when I say a little co-host, that's not to like diminish her or anything like that. I just mean she's a small person. She's tiny. She's tiny and cute. And I got a little tiny cute co-host uh, on the show tonight. So she's going to jump in and introduce herself in a little bit. But first off, I just want to say hello to the world. Hello to the listeners and the supporters of the movement. You know that I'm grateful for everything that you folks do when it comes to supporting the movement. Um, you know, this is episode 28. Um, episode 27 was a dope one. Shout out to Rick A. Morris. Sort of like my first uh, you know, guest that has some sort of, mm, what's the word? I mean, not, not, not famous per se, but sort of like a public figure, you know, the first, pu- my first guest that, that is a public figure and a public speaker and, um, has a lot going on in their lives and has, uh, yeah, has been on, uh, on a different platform compared to other people that I've had on the show, but that's not to take away from anybody. Uh, that has been on the show. A lot of the people that I've had on the show so far, there are people that I know. I think Rick was more of like the first stranger um, that that came on the show and that I was, you know, able to flex my interviewing skills with uh, in a more nerve-wracking way because I truly just, I didn't know Rick at all. Um, and that's what the Who and How Club is about, is really focusing on people and who they are and how they became who they are, whether you know them or not. It's just about having conversations and seeing if you could pick each other's brains and, you know, share those life experiences that you might be able to relate to, um, whether you know the person or not. So shout out to Rick. That was a real dope episode. And the theme of that episode was growth. Um, so there were a lot of gems dropped in that episode. So if you, uh, you know, feel like indulging in some substance go ahead and listen to episode 27 now we're on episode 28 tonight um which is uh, sort of uh piggybacking off of episode 26 um so on episode 26 i introduced a new uh series to the show and to the podcast called uh making room for new 
um, and uh, we're pretty much going to continue with that. Um, we had Make Room for New Part 1, and tonight is Part 2 of that series. So we're going to focus on that and delve more into, like, you know, how we make room for new. Um, again, I'm a bit giddy because I got a, a guest here with me and I'm not used to having someone in the room with me. Of course, there's COVID going on and we are trying to pack, practice social distancing. Um, but yeah, I don't know if we're doing a, a great job <laughs> at it. So we'll dive into that in a few moments. Um, once again, you can holler at me at only one heiress. If you want to go direct to the host or touch base with the club at Who How Club on all social media platforms, whohowclub.com is the website where you can read the blog, any updates on the show. Um, and also, if you want to, you know, send me an email and touch base on anything that you heard on today's episode, that's whohowclub at gmail.com. And uh, yeah. You could touch base with me, but DM is the best way too. And, you know, anything that you um, touch base with me on, I could also share it on the show. Or if you want to remain anonymous, that's an option too. But we try to keep the circle going and just uh, keep the energy flowing. And anything, any comments that you might have or opinions that you have on what you've heard on the show, anything that I've said or any of my guests have said, then feel free to comment on it or share your opinion. And we could share that and invite you onto the show too. Um, just a quick few updates. Uh, last time we spoke, I mentioned my music video for 2019 flow. So that's officially out. Shout out to my boy Dante. Shout out to Manolo, the director. Shout out to Kay, who was in the video. Um, it's out right now doing pretty well. So feel free, uh, to go watch that. Just, uh, yeah. Type in my name and 2019 flow is the song and the single. You can listen to it. You can stream it everywhere and you can watch the visuals for that. Sort of like a little tester because I got some new sounds coming out and I'm excited for everyone to hear that. And we're going to give you that 2020 flow just now. So stay tuned. Um, once again, uh, you could also read my latest article on um, Preferred Magazine. And it is an article that focus on that focuses on growth as well, sticking with the theme. So read my article, Grow Before You Go, on Preferred Magazine. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think on that article. Okay. What's going on? Hi. How you doing? Um, I'm good. It's been a good day. Um, the sun's shining. Can't complain. And I don't know, maybe I could put a little drum roll in post edit, but uh, <laughs> we do have Kay Kadina on the show tonight. And uh, she was the one that was actually in the music video. So everyone make some noise for Kay. Give her some snaps. Thank you. Welcome to the Hoon How Club, miss. Thank you. Okay. It's good to be here. Listen, <laughs> I really need you to project your voice because my listeners know biggest biggest pet peeve of mine. Are people that can't project their voice. Okay, sorry. I have a soft voice. There you so, go. Um, I'm told that I have a soft voice too, but I'm still I, able to put that bass in and that, you know? Yeah, Make that's sure true. people hear me. All right, cool. But like, um, yeah, thank you for inviting me. Um, it's been pretty good so far, like listening to you. And I listen to your podcast regardless, so that's good. Yeah. listen to mine <laughs> yeah 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 i appreciate it you want to tell sort of like introduce yourself to the world like who is k maybe i mean like tonight 
you're you're like a guest co-host but we are planning on having like a, a feature episode that'll focus on really who you are and we'll dive into your story and stuff like that how you and i know each other etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. but you're just here as a guest tonight giving me that support of energy which i kind of need right now and i appreciate that Mm-hmm. Um, but if you wanted to share pieces of yourself to the world, like what would you say? I don't want to give too much because that's for a later episode. So um, basically just a rundown of me. Um, I am an Aquarius because I know you always have that Katie um, Aquarius or whatever title. So I just kind of wanted to plug that in. Yes. And um, I'm an artist as well. I'm a creative. So I do photography, modeling a little bit. And um, yeah. There's not much to me. Like I think I don't like when I don't like when you ask that question because I feel like I'm a person that's like you have to get to know me rather than like me telling you who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. I'm layered. I'm aware of my layers, so I couldn't I couldn't answer who I am in just like one little, you know. Even that answer itself would just be a piece of who I am. It wouldn't be the entire, you know. So I get what you mean exactly and like i'm not just a photographer i'm not just this i'm not just that like there's so much like i'm like oh yeah you definitely listen to the show yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're saying you're speaking my language that's pretty much how we that's true what what we kind of like point out right like we're more than what we do we more we're more than what these titles that we choose to define ourselves as like we're way more than that um and it's hard to even just give that that answer in a short in a short form you know Mm -hmm. it's like a jawbreaker it starts off red (laughs) and it goes (laughs) you know i like my analogies (laughs) god god help me tonight me and k k and i we're cool her and i are really cool and we'll like i said there there will be an episode dedicated to her where we're gonna jump into who she really is what she means to me and how we're connected and you know just just talk about who she is and how she became who she is today and pieces of her life story and her what she sees for her future we're really gonna dive into that in the near future um she was supposed to be the official guest like a few episodes ago and even we've been planning this we've been planning around having her on the show officially um but just so much has been going on like with covid the show itself with her podcast uh which we'll talk about when she's on the show next time if that's all right with you Mm -hmm. yeah i don't want to give everyone too much tonight i really want us to keep it short and sweet because we got a lot of stuff to to go into Mm -hmm. but please feel free to jump in at any point in time talk ask me anything ask the crew anything the club sorry and uh yeah i'll definitely be jumping in you know that you cool with that yeah so how do you how do you usually work when you're on the show like are you cool to like if you want to bring anything up feel free to do that too like i'll follow your lead as well like on my podcast yeah like usually i'm the talkative one so um i whatever comes to mind i just talk about it so it's not really structured like yeah I don't have a structure to it it's just whatever free form yeah which i love should we plug it or should we wait um we should wait we'll wait yeah, yeah we'll wait because you're working on some stuff yeah right now it's um a bunch of happening so um i just kind of want to i take i took a break so it's my brother and i yeah yeah okay yeah yeah we'll wait we'll wait there's there's time you know um quickly folks wild stories of the week 
I'm trying a bunch of new segments to the show. And one of the segments right now uh, is Wild Stories. Wild Stories of the Week that I came across. Um, Wild Story came. There are kids right now that are out there, teens and stuff like that. They're dressed, they're using the face masks and dressing up as old people so they could go into uh, liquor stores and buy alcohol. How do you dress up as an old person? That makes zero sense to me. And you can't wait an extra hour? You're telling me you cannot wait an extra hour. An extra hour, an extra year. They can't buy alcohol. They're dressing up as oh. older people so they could sneak in and get alcohol. An extra hour. I meant sorry. I for some reason I heard you say like you know the, every, the lineup. Like the, yeah, the lineup. That's why for some reason that's what I heard. But um, no, nah, these folks are disguising themselves, using the masks as a disguise, as disguises, and dressing up as older people so that they can uh, get alcohol. But clever. Be clever but dumb because you do need ID still because I get carded all the time. Yeah, but you're not an elderly person. Are you really going to card an older person? A person Like, I'm talking about these people are dressing like grannies, grandpas, like elderly people with hunches and everything. They're walking with uh, walkers and all the that. Cane? Yeah, just for alcohol. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Another wild story. Obviously, Pop, Pop Smoke's album came out, reached number one. Shout out to him. I haven't had a chance to listen to the music. Um, I was a bit turned off by the cover art <laughs> by Virgil, and that was just some nonsense. I don't know if that was done on purpose. I know that in the world that we live in right now, people do anything just to get some sort of attention and draw attention to something just to make it blow up. Do you think that they did that on purpose? Can I? Can, yeah, I was about to say, can I say something? Because um, that's my fucking theory. So, as a marketer, if you real if you notice um whatever's trending gets popular gets like blown up like really quick so i think from a marketing perspective um i see it as they did it on purpose because there's no way no way virgil he's the lead um designer for louis vuitton he would never create something like that never and even like 50 cent tweeted and he was like yeah it's dope no it's not and you know it's whack and he knew it he knew it will get a lot of attention so he was like yeah let's just tweet this and then yeah. like because and if you notice when um when the announcement the announcement was made it was it was similar to the cover art that's there now so I feel like they already had that down. They yeah. were just doing that for well, clout. Well, Fifth, Fifth came back and said like it was whack. And then he ended up posting like a bunch of people's like fan made art that was way better than Pop's uh, Virgil's. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there's no way Virgil would be dumb enough to do something like that. So I at first I was like, these idiots are ruining this guy's legacy. And then I'm like, no, wait a minute. This could be planned. It was 100%. And it worked. Planned. It worked. More attention got drawn to yeah. it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because so. all, of, all of his songs are on the hot, the billboard. The yeah, hot yeah, they've all charted. So I'm excited to listen to that album. Rest in peace to that young man. Um, wasn't here to see his album go number one, but apparently that was a plan of his. Wild story, man. Wild story. Just a lot of freak, freak accidents happening. You know what I'm saying? That girl from Glee passed away as well in a, in a crazy, you know, it's just weird like it doesn't matter if you're famous or not weird things could happen to you as well freak accidents whatever um just so unexpected right uh any thoughts on that 
Honestly, I can't even say much on that because that hit hard because I was a big Glee fan back in the day yeah. and she was my favorite character because she was so sassy mm. and I loved her attitude and she was in um, Smart Guy as well. Smart Guy? Yeah. Like from back in the day? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Like as a kid? Because mm-hmm. she's young, right? The only thing I know about her is that she dated my boy Big Sean. Um, but I remember, actually, no, I won't, you know, she's passed now, mm-hmm. so I won't bring up anything. But that, that was my only, <laughs> that was the only thing I knew about her. I was, I never really saw her act. I never saw her in any episodes of Glee. I never really watched Glee. So I don't know too much about her work. Very pretty, beautiful girl, but um, sad. Very, Very sad. sad, especially because she left her son in the boat. Well, she saved him, apparently. Yeah. And she didn't have enough energy to to get to save herself and then he fell asleep that how is, old is the son i i think he i think he's four god damn that's crazy was there anyone else out there it was just no, them two just them jesus other uh wild story uh of course we're not really gonna focus on this but the talk of the town which will probably die down in the next few days unless this next nigga uh opens his mouth once again uh, the entanglement, <laughs> the big old entanglement to close off our wild stories. That 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 is crazy. Well, I think what's crazier about like the the craziest part about the situation is that video that they did. Mad corny. Did you watch it? Video that Will and Jada did. Oh, did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. I just I saw clips. That's about it. It was so put together. It was. Did you see that ending when they said, uh, ride together, die Die together, together, bad bad marriage for life? life. Shut the hell up, man. (laughs) Come on, Will. Come on, Jada. Come on, August. Why is he snitching? Because he's a youngin'. Mm. You think that has a lot to do with it? Or is it because he's a guy? He's a youngin'. Because a lot of guys, you'll hear like guys talk, you know? Guys will talk to each other. They don't talk on um, they don't the expose the news. they don't expose that they yeah. talk to each other and that's they're bragging to their friends because their friends matter like who else matters like yeah. if you're messing with a bunch of chicks you're not going to be telling other girls you're going to be telling other guys they're not going to tell the world that too like i don't know what the mission was with that i know that it's not issues and stuff like that as we all do to some extent um but the way this this the narrative has been like I don't know. They all need to paint a different narrative with this whole situation and either be honest or don't say a damn thing whatsoever. Because it seems like the public, we're just getting dry snitching and dry truths. I don't feel like I've gotten the truth from any party involved. And it's just like a spectacle, you know? And it's like who... Like from Will and Jada's part, it seemed like they needed to clean up quick time. You know, that's mm-hmm. why they did that little meetup and, and oh, let's let's talk about it before it gets out of hand. And then even with the interview that August had, which was with uh, Angela Yee, like that seemed to like put together as well, like as if she knew he was going to talk about it or they spoke about it prior to. So I don't know what to believe in this world anymore, especially when it comes to celebrities. When it comes to entertainment, I don't believe he anything. has an album out. Exactly. It's that so could funny. Be a rollout. I don't know what that nigga's album is though yeah. what's the name of it i don't know but you notice do you notice like when celebrities or any type of artist um in hollywood they're about to put out a project there's a scandal before the project it's sad man it is sad it's like the kardashians it is sad i'm not judging but it's just sad <laughs> it's sad that we got to resort to that it's just to like sell an album and all of that jazz 
And there's more pressing issues happening in the world, like as we know, right? So, I don't know. Like I said, it'll probably only last a week unless more comes of it. But I still don't know what his what the title of his album is. Is it out? I don't know. I don't know anything about his music. And his hair is looking wild. He looks <laughs> like, like it. He looks oh. like it. Like this boy looking like it out here, man. He needs help. He does, though. But the whole industry does, man. Jada's bad, though. Jada's a beautiful woman. She so I, I, I don't mind saying, but I don't find August that attractive. Like, I think that there are more attractive men that this situation could be about. I don't think it's about attractiveness, though. Attraction, you mean? Oh, God, yeah, attraction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's about that. I think it's because... Is attractiveness a word? Attra- what did I say? Attractiveness. attractiveness. Oh, That's not wow. to put you on the spot. <laughs> I want to confirm for myself. Yeah, is it a word? Attractiveness. Uh, Please tell me it is. Oh, I guess it is. Hold on. Uh, is it? Mm, yeah. yeah. Hey. Attractiveness or attraction is a quality that causes an interest, desire in, or gravitation to something or someone. Attraction may also refer to the object of the attraction itself, as in tourist attraction. Oh, so attractiveness. Okay. I, I apologize. Was, I, I stand corrected. Correct. I've just never used it in that. I've never state. I've never said attractiveness. You, you ever use words that like you don't even like? You're you're like wait, how did I know that word? <laughs> I think it's one of those ones. <laughs> That's just like when you throw something against the wall and you pray it sticks. Mm-hmm. That's like one of those things. And it did. And it did. All right, that's it for Wild Stories. I'll probably never do this segment again unless I have another human being, so don't worry, club members. It's not the usual stuff, but I like this. I'm in a good mood, folks, and I just want to talk. I just want to talk today. So I hope uh, you're down to listen. (sighs) That was fun, though. That was fun. That was good. Maybe I'll keep with it. Maybe I'll stay with, like, yeah, maybe Wild Stories of the Week. What do you think? Should I rename it? I just thought about it on the mm-hmm. fly, the, the name of that segment. Keep it for now. Unless you, Wild think, Stories yeah, of the Week. I think it's nice. All right. A couple episodes ago, I also mentioned that uh, I'll add another segment, which would be like adding some idioms, uh, like old sayings or phrases. Um, I think the two episodes ago for Make Room for New Part 1, uh, when the series began, I introduced, uh, not introduced, but I sort of mentioned the, you know, the phrase uh, out with the old and with the new. Now, I didn't find out where that derived from or who's who came up with that saying, etc. Um, so sorry about that, folks. But today I do have a new phrase that might be in theme with what we're talking about today. Um and we're going to talk about that phrase, better late than never. Um, so the background to that is uh, it comes from uh, classic literature attributed to Geoffrey Chaucer. And it was first seen in 1386 in the Yeoman's Tale, which in turn is found in the Canterbury Tales. For better than never is late, never to succeed would be too long a period. Um, so that's where that phrase stems from. Um, I don't know what Yaman's tale is, so that's some more stuff that I'm going to have to look up. Um, let me Google that right now quickly because we're going to start fact checking on this show. And it's not it's not a bad thing to uh, educate yourself on some other stuff. But um, 
All right, the Canon's Yaoman's Tale is one of the Canterbury Tales by Geoffrey Chaucer. The Canon and his Yaoman uh, are not mentioned in the general prologue. Yeah, this doesn't give me much. Regardless, that's where that saying comes from. So, better late than never. What are your thoughts on that saying, Kay? That phrase, that idiom? I think it depends on the situation and the person. Because um, if you're talking about success, then for sure, better late than never. And um, I think it's for me, it's like timing is everything. I think there's ne- you're never late. Mm. I think you're never late. I think the timing was just, it's just right. It's just always right. Mm-hmm. God's timing is always right. Mm. So I can't really, yeah. And the only time, like, um, so I hate that that um, phrase, beca- that saying, because um it reminds me of my aunt because when I used to get ready for school and I would be late, um, she'd be like, very late than never. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going anymore. I mm. don't want to be late. I don't want to <laughs> be late. I'd rather not go at all. Exactly. That's how I am at work. Yeah. Or like school. Like I remember those, that feeling that you felt first day of school, first day of anything. You're like, yo, I just don't even want to go, man. Why am I late? Um, but you could still, you could still connect that to that. Like, it's still okay to be late than to not show up at all. You know what I'm saying? Because that kind of tells, that tells other people about you. Like if you're not even willing to show up, you know what I'm saying? It's okay to be late. That's true. Because you can still get work done. You can still learn something from school. But I was thinking about people are going to watch me. I'm going to walk in and everyone's (laughs) going to look at me. And I don't want that. (laughs) Time is a construct. That's true. I hate time, man. I hate time. I hate the concept of time and like how we, you know, people have anxiety attacks and like, you know, they 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 die because of running out of time or like they feel like they're ru- they got a rush because they're they're late or something like that. Imagine a world that we lived in where there was no time, like time wasn't a thing. Like we didn't know what time of day it was. Or we did, but just in a different way. Not from the numbers on the clock. But from the sun? The sun, yeah. Day and night. Yeah. What if there was only two times a day? Day and night. That would be dope. Cause that like, would be dope. Yeah. So, like, if you're meeting up with someone, you'd be like, you'll meet me when the sun Meet me. <laughs> when the sun Meet is me like- in the day. <laughs> what? You don't want to meet at night? No, no, no. Meet me in the day. You know, I got somewhere else to be at night. Exactly. <laughs> like as soon as the sun's going down, you're like, oh my God, it's almost night. Yeah. yeah. That would be dope. I think we used to live like that though. For like, sure. For sure. Yeah. Before a man-made time. Yes. Because it's 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 a control thing. Yes. A system. Mm-hmm. The system that we're born in to just follow and be on this, this uh, pattern, this sort of pattern that's created for us to just follow you know be on this the structure that's not even a that's not a real thing like i don't think we're made to to follow that or to be under that mm-hmm. i think we're where we were bred to live free live freely you know what i mean yeah i feel so what does being free mean to you um like what's the first thought that came to mind when i asked that Again, it depends. So um, I feel like for some people, they hear the word being, they hear the phrase being free. They're like, oh, you just want to be wild and just like be on the road and do nothing and like have no life. But for me, it's like I have, con- I have control, but you don't mm. have control over, over me. 
So it's just my control over myself and I can do what I feel like I need to do or want to do, but not necessarily going girls gone wild, you know, not going to the club, <laughs> not <laughs> whatever, but like whatever um, <laughs> helps with my mental health yeah. and my physical health, etc. What what? um Sorry, you just said something that triggered a, a thought. Um, oh, control. So at one, at, at what point in your week, let's say, or your day, that you feel like you have total control of your year over your life? Is there ever a time that you feel like that? Because if we're if we're born into the structure, right, this nine to five structure, we have to work. We need money to survive. We got to follow time. I got to go to sleep and get enough tonight so that I could wake up early on time and not be tired tomorrow because it's all about time. We got somewhere to be tomorrow. We got a payday in two weeks from now. Every Wednesday is the podcast. You know, like, is there ever a time that you feel throughout your week or your day that you feel like, yo, I'm in total control right now, not the system, not the, the structure that we're under? Based on what you just said, you have no control because you have priorities. You have things to do. But I'm asking but, you as Kay. Like, but, yeah. is there has there ever been a time where is there a time during your week or anything that you feel like you're in total control? For me right now, yeah. Like that's last, not, last week that's, I was in control and this week I'm not because I just started a new job. That's, <laughs> not, that's not pee in the background, ladies and gentlemen. I'm pouring water into these who and how club. Uh, how, who and how club cups mugs that we always sip on can we cheers yeah. i'm sorry i I cut you off but we forgot to <laughs> shed light on this when you cheers it's eye to eye and you take a sip you can't not sip after cheersing you have to make that sound in the microphone <sighs> listen i'm in a goofy mood tonight i want the listeners to know that that's her now <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, talk to me. But yeah, um, I was free last week. Now I'm not free this week because um, I'm working for someone else. Usually when I used to do freelancing for photography, um, I feel like I had control over my life because I can set my schedule. I do. I can change my shoots whenever I need to. Yes, um, work at your own pace. Yeah, I can work at my own pace because I'm, I'm a, the type of person to work at night. For some reason, my brain turns on at night. In the daytime, it's sleeping. Yeah, you're a night owl. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a time of my day or, or week that I feel like total in control. I think right now I do, like being on my own show, my own platform. I feel some sense of control there. Like, I feel like this is mine. This is my time that I'm using. Even though it's time and time exists, not because of me. So at this very moment. In this very moment, I'm using this time to my benefit. You know what I mean? Like, this is me. This is who I am. This is something I created. These are my microphones, my headphones, my... I feel like I'm in control. I could say whatever the hell I want. And be me be myself in this moment but then in the back of my mind it's like what time is it right now you know i might have to go to sleep soon because i got something else to do tomorrow that is out of my control i have to go to work tomorrow i have to you know Mm -hmm. so i don't know if we could ever be free like what's it gonna take for us to be free that's the last question on this concept what's it gonna take um 
in your opinion? I feel like I want to say owning your own business, but after a while, it doesn't you you're not free because you're subjected to your clients. No, but think so. Um, outside of work, mm-hmm. I think <laughs> it ties in with happiness. So, are you happy? And mm-hmm. I think that kind of makes you because, like, you won't you won't be happy unless you feel free, anyways. So, <laughs> I feel like they tie in together in a way that does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, good. I like that. Um, yeah, one of my affirmations that I that I read every day is like, "I am free. I am happy." So they could be synonymous, you know, but uh, I don't know. I think freedom is different to everybody, and so is happiness. 100%. So I don't know what this universal freedom would feel like if we were all, if we all got the ability to be free, like out of this structure. I think some people like being under this structure, you know. Do they, though, or they think they do? Maybe because they just have to be, they accept it, yeah. so they they embrace it, and they choose to be happy with it. I guess they don't question it. I feel like those those are just regular people, though, like regular, quote unquote, normal people. Yeah. Um, because I feel like, from a creator's perspective, it's totally different. Yeah, we look at life very differently. Yeah. From Colorful. Yeah. And they look. Everyone looks at it bland. Have you seen that? There's a video I need to send it to you. That I saw on Facebook, and it was like the artist's perspective and like a regular business person's perspective Mm. and it was like the business per like the business people like they they see the world in black and white and that's what they saw the world in from their eyes yes and from the creators or the artists it was color (laughs) yeah i need to show you that video it's really good i would like to see that yeah if i can find it we already know where we fit under that um both both? you're asking me i don't know are you? I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm more. Can you be both? Is it possible? Did they mention anything in that video about being both? No, I don't think you can be both. But I, I'm both in the business world and the um the creative world as well. So I feel like I'm like on the border, but not really, because I'm more. I feel like I'm way more creative than I am business minded. Mm. Yeah, because my both my parents, my mom is the businesswoman and my dad is a creative. Yeah. So, my mom is here pushing me into business, and my dad's here like, yeah, just do whatever you want. Like, yeah. Be an artist. Yeah. Express yourself. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like even in business, I find the artistic lens is why I still view things. It's so weird you bring this up, or like you mentioned it in that in that way, where like for me. I feel that even with work, I I was just saying this to someone the other day and I've said this to people like there's no separation for me. Like I'm not working and then I'm an artist. Like even the work that I do, I look at it as art, you know, working with human beings, other human beings with very diverse needs and, and, you know, life experiences and stuff like that, that I could definitely relate to on some form of in some form of fashion um and yes it is a professional setting yes it is a setting where you must be punctual and you must have respect for your peers yourself for others etc it's it's a business it's an organization 
but I still view it as art. Like there's no separation for me. I look at everything as art because it's all a piece of who I am. Like I wouldn't do it unless I found some sort of inspiration in it or like it didn't inspire other artistic endeavors that I have and vice versa. Like my art feeds into the work that I do and the work that I do feeds into my art artistic endeavors as well. So I think that's the balance that I could I, I feel that I have in a way. Like I feel like in any, any environment you put me in, I'll be able to see the artistic side, even if it was uh like a, a call center setting let's just say you know a business building or whatever i'll find some sort of way to look at it in an artistic way and and get inspired by it and try to change things and do things creatively which has happened before i, I like pushing myself to go to like different levels as well like i hate staying stagnant, I l- yeah. huh stagnant yeah definitely but also like let's say Let's say in a, in, a, in a call center setting. Let's say you're just starting off as a call agent. But, like, you're looking around and you're like, yo, I could do that guy's job. Or I could, you know, I'm going to go take the steps and, like, I'm going to choose a mentor. I'm going to choose, like, yo, take this class or this leadership course, get the certificate within the same organization and be like, yo, up, just keep upping it. You know, that's art to that's me. That's hilarious because that's exactly what I did. I used to work in a call center and I was an agent for, like, not even a month mm-hmm. and i was just like i can do your job and yeah. i can probably do it better than you no offense to the to the girl that i took her job but like um <laughs> but i saw that and i like and i'm i think i'm very competitive as well me too um so but i, I my com- <laughs> my competitiveness it's it's fucked like i'll be honest it's kind of like extreme yeah, but I'm I'm not competing with anybody. Like I'm your competition. Like and that's always my mentality. So I don't know if that's still competitive because I just always think that I'm the best. So I don't care what you're doing. I but I, I kinda make it known that you're my comp like I'm your competition. Same. Like my ego yeah. gets in the way, I guess, sometimes. Like I I'm just good at what I do and I'm open to learning new things. I'm never like stuck. In a, in one with a one track mind, yeah. And I think when you're open to things like that, like you're you have the advantage mm-hmm. over your peers or whoever who are exactly. just they just think inside the box, you know. That's exact, and that's even how I got into photography. And I want to talk about that on the other episode, but I got into photography because I I felt like I can do a way better job than another mm-hmm. person. And I will take yeah, that's yeah. another story though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to the theme, to the series. Welcome to the series, the Make Room for New series. This is Make Room for New Part 2. We got guest host K. We're sipping water out of the Who and How Club mugs. And we're going to get into the sandwich meat. uh, Or the meat to the sandwich. Which is Making Room for New. So welcome to the series. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and this episode, episode 28. By this time, you would have written down things that you want to let go of. Two episodes ago, we focused on, uh, you know, how to let go, what the first steps you need to take are, uh, what what the what the first steps are that you need to take in order to start letting go and making room for new. Right. So we focused on what making room for new really looks like, you know, letting go of the past, letting go of some people, 
letting go of some of your prized possessions, those things that you just can't let go of because maybe it has some sort of sentimental value. Maybe it was given to you by somebody that you don't even want to let go of and that's a memory. But guess what? That same object and item that you're keeping in your household has energy attached to it. And that's some old ass energy that you might need to get rid of if you're really interested and serious about making room for new. Now, I'm really serious about making room for new. I've been through a lot in the past six months, as we all have, of course, based on what's going on in the world. A lot of us have had a lot of downtime. And in that downtime, some folks have not used their time, quote unquote, wisely. They didn't take this time to really restructure their lives, maybe restructure their energies, their hearts, their minds. They didn't write anything down. They didn't plan for anything. But guess what? We're on the verge of getting back to some sort of norm. Now, things won't be 100% normal. People will still be wearing masks, of course, because there's fear in the air. Things will be a bit adjusted. People might be losing jobs at this very moment. But if you're getting back to some sort of norm, reflect on the time that you had some downtime and ask yourself, did I do anything? Did I make room for new? Did I adjust some things in my life that I could have? Or did I just try to stick into the same routine that I was in before this whole COVID shit hit? Everyone's so hungry to be outside, to just keep doing anything. But what are you doing about your life? You could do as many things as you want in a day. There's not enough time in a day to do anything, to gallivant up and down, to crave, to just be on a fucking patio, to to drink a tea, to, to skateboard, to go to the beach. There's this obsession that we need that. But what are you doing about your life? Let's get rid of the old. That's what this series focuses on. Let's get rid of some of that old stuff and make room for new stuff. New ways of doing things. New things to do. New ways of thinking and feeling. New people. All of that jazz. So two episodes ago, I mentioned that what we're going to do as a a club together, me included, myself included, we're going to write a list down of things that you want to let go of. So by this point in time, you would have made that list. We haven't spoken for two episodes. I definitely wrote my list down. If there's something that you wrote down or there's something that you want to share from your list, no matter how long or short it is, I want you to email it to me or DM me at Club on all social media platforms or email me whohowclub at gmail.com and let me know what you wrote down and what you've chosen to let go of. Um, I'm going to share something that I'm choosing to let go of that I wrote down on my list. But by this point in time, listeners, supporters, you've already written your list down. That's step one. All right. Step two, that same list that you wrote, I want you to capital M meditate on that list. You're going to have to sit with that list for a little bit. Really reflect on that list. Every item on that list, I want you to review it. I want you to bring yourself back to those little moments. Let's just say you're letting go of something. Let's say you want to let go of uh, one of your jobs, the job that you work at. No, no, no. Let's let's do one even better. Let's say there's a job that you used to work and you they kind of did you dirty at this organization that you worked at. I'm sure we've all experienced some sort of turmoil, disappointment, trauma in our work 
workplace, you know, or work field. Maybe you got into a relationship with someone you just shouldn't have fucking dated at work. You shat where you ate. Let's say your boss was a disappointment. Someone that you wanted to look up to so much, but they just disappointed you. They didn't want to guide you the way you wanted them to guide you. There's so many th- workplace dramas and traumas that I'm sure majority of us have experienced. And we could, uh, we could talk about those all day. But let's just say you're still holding on to that and that you going into your new job has you jaded because you're scared. You're worried that you're going to experience the same things you experienced at the past place. But you got to let that go. How are you going to make room for new at that new place in your new role, in your new position with some new people, new personalities that have no experience with you? But you're bringing that old energy and those old fears into the new place. And what's going to happen? You're going to manifest those same things, those exact moments will happen again at your new place, your new place of work. What we need to do, we need to shed that old place. We need to forgive that old place. That was an experience. That was just something we went through. That was a learning experience, trial and error. You might have made some mistakes. Your peers might have made some mistakes. Your superiors might have made some mistakes. Maybe the people you're serving might have made some mistakes. But regardless, you learned something. You learned what to do and what not to do. And it prepared you for this new position, this new opportunity that, you know, the universe has granted you with. So why bring that energy? Let that energy go. So if that's something that's on your list, I want you to meditate on that, that thing, that item on your list. And when I say meditate it, I don't mean manifest it. Don't re-manifest it and keep it with you, especially into the new place. I want you to just sit with that list, sit with that item, and think about all the time that passed. Think about how you survived from that moment and those moments at that old workplace. All the uh, all the negatives. And also the positives. Because you gained something from being there, regardless. And you're still alive today. And you're getting ready for that new place that you're going to be working at. They hired you because they want you. They see your skills and they're probably going to treat you way better anyway. So you got to prepare for that. But you cannot prepare for something new when you're still in that old stage, that old mindset, that old feeling uh, of hurt, of disappointment. Meditate. Now, I meditate every morning. I focus on my life. I think about my life, my past my present, and my future. My future, I don't even know it. I do know my past. And what I'm focusing on right now is using my past as a reference to maneuver in my present. Because that's all I got. Mistakes from the past, I got to forgive myself. I got to let go of them. I can't bring them into my present. Today's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. We're going to be doing new things. We're going to think in different ways, you know, we're not going to be the same. We got to grow from who we were 10 years ago. You got to let go of that stuff. If you, you got to acknowledge it as well. On a couple episodes ago, I mentioned, you know, my past behaviors. You know, those are things that I'm focusing on, on shedding. So let's shed together. But what you got to do is after you write that list, you got to sit with it and just meditate on it and reflect. Look how far you've come. Look at the things that you've survived through. We're survivors. We're warriors. We're champions because we're still here. We're listening to each other today and we're talking to each other today. 
So part two of making room for new is meditating on that list and mentally and spiritually letting go of those items that you wrote down, those moments, those situations, those experiences, those people, those items, those objects, etc., etc., etc. Okay. How are you? I'm still good. Still here. How do you make room for new, okay? And what are your thoughts on what I'm saying to uh, the people? I'm going to put an analogy in it as well. <laughs> um, so you have a room, right? And you have a bunch of stuff in the room. How are you going to add more stuff to the room? You can be cleaning it, taking out all the new, all the old boxes, all the old stuff, the cobwebs, everything. And then, you know, just add some new stuff to it. So that's how I clear out um anything whether physically mentally um like if i'm cleaning like say my room i'm taking out all the old stuff that i don't even need anymore the stuff i don't use anymore and i don't need to necessarily add everything right away but like i can just like start adding on and adding on until like i get rid of that stuff because i think um we're like snakes we just shed skin um every i don't know how often um, snakes shed skin but they shed their skin so but um yeah so i can't i feel like i can't make i can't do anything new unless i clear out the old stuff old habits old behaviors anything turns out snakes shed millions of skin cells every day Snakes and other animals shed a layer of skin in one continuous piece, a process called ectasis, I don't know, which occurs between 4 and 12 times a year. Why? Two reasons. First, while the snake's body continues to grow, its skin does not. I'm not continuing to read that, <laughs> but I'm sure that that is a perfect reference to what we're speaking about. Exactly. And we'll get more into that. I'm going to save this link. Because this is some good details and good uh, mirroring here. Um, but yes, I agree with what you said. 100%. Um, again, folks, you know, this is for us. It's a new time. It's a new year. It's a new day. We're not going to hold on to things anymore. We're going to face our fears and let go of the things that we're used to. You know, so we're, we're very used to things. We're very, uh, you know, used to staying in a comfortable space. But let's get uncomfortable. Let's release and let go. So me- 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 meditate on that list that you wrote. And remind yourself who you are as a person. What you've survived through. And envision those things just withering away into the air you know like sand just like blowing away in the wind now some items on your list you might have to physically do something you might have to physically throw something out you might have to physically make a phone call and talk to that person that you've been trying to get rid of for who knows six years do it Face a fear and do it. And trust me. Take it from me. You'll feel much better. And more is coming. 
more is on the way. More people, more possessions, prized possessions, more job opportunities, more money, more creative opportunities. You know, you're making space in your brain, in your heart, in your body, in your mind, in your soul, and in your spirit. So don't be afraid to, sh- to shed some skin here, you know, because that's what we're doing. So we wrote our list down. We wrote the list of things that we want to let go of. Things, people, objects, whatever. Now, for the next week, we're going to meditate on these things. Something that I'm letting go of, something that I wrote down on my list, is uh, I am going to be releasing and letting go of the time that I feel that I wasted with the wrong people. Now, it's not 100% confirmed if I wasted my time with those people. Because who am I to say, right? I do believe that there are things that are, uh, you know, my steps are guided. I know that there are no mistakes. I go through certain things uh, for a reason. I think we all do. And for the most part, I think it's for us to learn. (laughs) To learn things about ourselves, about people, about how to maneuver In this life, in this thing we call life. That doesn't take away from the feeling that I have. That where I feel that I have wasted time. With the wrong people. But I want to let go of that feeling. I want to let go of feeling like I have wasted time with the wrong people. Because I don't want to feel like that anymore. I want to appreciate everything that I've been through. Because it's all for a reason. Like I'm telling you guys. And girls. I can't regret what I've been through. I can't, I can't look at it as wasted time. Everything happens for a reason. I went through that. I spent that amount of time on these individuals for a reason. They were meant to be in my life. And now they're not. Or maybe my experience with them or the way I share my life with them has adjusted. Because that's just the time that we're in and the space that we're in at the moment. You don't spend the exact same time with that person anymore. But it's not a waste of time per se. Who am I to say that? But that doesn't mean I don't feel like that. So I'm letting go of the feeling of feeling like I wasted my time on the wrong people. And I'm just accepting what I've been through. Accepting the people that I've come across in my life so far. Because I got a lot of more life to to live. And I'm going to meet a bunch of more people. You know, some might be good for me. Some might be bad. Some might be some more learning experiences. Who knows? Who knows? But all I could do is just prepare for that and be open to that. And make room for those new experiences and new people. So we're letting go of that so-called time I feel that I wasted with the wrong people. Okay, you want to say something? I did, but you already you already said it. Because I was just about to call you out and say that um, <laughs> I think everything is meant for, it's meant to be. 100. So that wasn't a waste of time, but you already said it. So I'm um, just going to basically repeat what you said. So like um, at the same time, do you think that is a part of forgiveness? Like not forgiving yourself because it's easy to forgive yourself. But yeah. you need to forgive other people too. We talked about this. You need to forgive other people because that's how you 
fully accept it like I, right now i think you just 50 percent accept it because the fact that it's still on your mind and you're still like damn i wasted that time you need to forgive that person even though you think they don't deserve it it's not for you it's it's not for them it's for you mm-hmm. i think it's well that's the whole point of making room for new right is mm-hmm. uh, you still have yeah of course it's on your mind because you haven't uh you haven't let go of that you haven't made space for for new ways of thinking and stuff like that and new experiences because you're so stuck on that or you're 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 holding that grudge let's just say you know that that feeling of feeling like you wasted time that feeling of regret time that you'll never get back quote unquote and this connects to what we're talking about with time like what is time anyway right that's just a moment that's just uh ex- those are just experiences that you've had um i think it, doing this and making room for new is a form of forgiveness as well you know we are forgiving ourselves for what we've i don't i don't think it's easy to forgive oneself i think that some of us can be really hard on ourselves more than other people at times and we blame ourselves just like this like my item on my list is like letting go of the time I feel I wasted and that you could be so hard on yourself. You feel like, yo, why did I waste so much time on these people? You know, but you can't, you can't, you can't hold yourself. But to that. No, like I meant it's easier to forgive yourself than to forgive other people. It's easier to forgive your friend than your enemy. No, is that not true? It's easier to forgive your friend than your enemy. Yeah. Mm. If your homie does something like. I don't know. I don't know. Really? I don't know. I think it's there's no black and white answer to that. It's all based off of experience. Like. I don't think I don't think there is a right answer to that. I think it's hard to forgive yourself just as much as it is to forgive your friend who does something wrong that you don't expect them to. As opposed to an enemy who might be a stranger, but you know they're your enemy. At least you know where you stand with that person. Your enemy is never a stranger. You know this. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. It's complex. I think forgiveness is complex. Right. What does forget? What? And we're obviously going over time, but what? <laughs> What does uh, what does forgiveness look like to you? Like, how does one forgive somebody? What does that mean to you? Um, that's very complicated to answer because forgiveness it doesn't mean to forgive. I don't forgive like right away, right? Mm-hmm. I think it it takes time because. I don't like if someone like like an example like someone did something today yeah um or like for an example my ex like he did something like some messed up stuff yeah and um I'm not gonna forgive him right away like it's gonna like and, and I don't expect him to do anything it's so I can have my peace of mind so I forgive my like I can't forgive myself because I didn't do it like if you don't do anything how are you gonna forgive yourself because you didn't do anything anyway but how do you know you place? didn't do anything no. everyone has a role and plays a role in a situation we cannot deflect and think that like we didn't do anything it, that's what I mentioned in the last two episodes ago too like I have to acknowledge my behaviors in a situation or my 
uh, I mentioned like bad selfish, good selfish, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm not do I'm not using that situation. I'm using a situation where you're legit just sitting there and someone hits you in the in the face for no reason. There's a reason. There <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> but you're you're gonna be like, What? Yeah. And like they're not gonna tell you what you did. They're yeah. just gonna there's there's gonna be whatever. Yeah. And um you just have to forgive them just for your peace of mind. Yeah. Not be- not for them. Because even if you do forgive them, how would they know? Yeah. So it's for you. Uh, you you and I have had these off-site conversations about forgiveness and the concept revolving around that and my thoughts on that. If, if anyone was going to be forgiven, it would be, I think... You know, you should forgive yourself first before you forgive anybody else. Of course, but eventually you have to forgive that person. That's my point. Not your part. Not your. Not yourself. I don't think. I don't think I have. Because <laughs> you told me that some people don't deserve it, but it's not about them. Okay, that's an offsite conversation. <laughs> Why are you bringing that to the table? To this black table, black table talk. <laughs> Is that a thing now? Black table talk? Yeah. We should call it that. It is a black table we're on, but what did I say? (laughs) I said. Just now? No. (laughs) You were quoting me. You were reiterating what I said. Some people don't deserve forgiveness, which a lot of people. That's true, though. That's just fact. Not everyone deserves your forgiveness. But I know I'll always forgive. I, I mean, I'll always deserve my own forgiveness. Of course. We cannot be yourself. hard on ourselves. It's yourself. Yeah. So who cares if I forgive somebody else if I've already forgiven myself? Because it's going to be stuck in your brain, your subconscious. Okay. It's going to be stuck in your subconscious. You know this. For argument's sake, I don't want to uh, contradict the concept and the theme of this series because this series is letting go. And making room for news. So I'm for the sake of that though, I just have my own thoughts and ideals on when it comes like when it comes to forgiveness and that concept. But this theme in the series does promote, you know, sort of, you know, uh, along with that theme and you know, forgiving yourself or not for if something you want to let go of is not forgiving yourself for something that you did, you know, you can let go of that that unforgiveness that unforgiving energy that you might have towards yourself and choose forgiveness over the opposite of that so i think it's to each to each his own you know some people are more comfortable and feel like that saying you know forgiving others is for you not for them you know someone like me might argue that a little bit and just question it i question everything so that doesn't mean I don't believe in forgiveness. I think forgiveness is important in okay. life. Okay. I give up. You give up? <laughs> I give up. Don't do that. <laughs> I like the I like the I could I could go. You give up? No, I'm good. <laughs> oh my God. You just I'm want good. me to give in and say, you know. No, that's not what, what I about, want. What about God's God's forgiveness? God's forgiveness is higher than mine. I don't need to forgive everyone. God will do that. It's God's job to forgive. Did God tell me I need to forgive? Yes, He did. It's in the, in the Bible. Bible. Which, which there's like which? a there's like four verses. 
four different verses saying that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why I don't have guests on the show. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Listen, we're doing this together, so it don't matter. We'll get into the series of forgiveness after we make room for new. And we'll definitely delve into that world. I'm down for that. I'm down for that debate as well. Um, Kay, I want to say thank you for joining me in this episode. Uh, I didn't feel alone. I had some female energy with me tonight, and that felt good. Um, Anytime. Anytime. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, I do have a pet peeve of the week. That's another. That's a segment that I would really like to implement. Do you have any pet peeves? I have too many. Name one. Have you not seen my episode of pet peeves? Yes. <laughs> um, people who are like one of them I mentioned. Um, people are slow. I hate slow walkers. I hate slow drivers. I I like to go fast pace. Mm. Fast and furious. Yes. Well, my pet peeve of the week, ladies and gentlemen, actually, before I say anything, going back to the, the, the meat of the sandwich, again, anything you heard today about what we're doing together as a club, uh, any concepts that might have sparked an idea thought, or you want to debate anything, please, please, please reach out. I'm open to it. I'm open to inviting you on the show even. Leave a comment under the videos, under the audio uh, send me an email, touch base with me on Instagram, on Twitter, and let's just have a conversation and debate a lot of this stuff because I don't mind questioning everything. And uh, if you have some questions or some you know, rebuttals to anything, I'm down to hear that as well. But please, take this week to meditate on your list and just remind yourself of how far you've come and envision yourself letting those things go. If you need to burn some sage, some Palo Santo, if you need to, you know, burn your incense, clean your place, sit down in the dark, burn some candles, and just focus on that list. Memorize your list. And just focus on it and envision it just being released and let go into the wind, man. Because you're about to really, 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 like, uh, blossom into something more amazing and you need to be ready for that and you need to have the space to do so mentally physically emotionally and spiritually trust me on that i'm living proof of that and i wouldn't be saying any of this if i wasn't experiencing it myself so i want us to do this together yeah yep my pet peeve of the week people who ask me how this is the this is their question. How do you identify as? How do you identify? What what is your what are your pronouns? <laughs> People ask you that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean it's in the f I'm in the field. I'm in the field of social services. I'm going to get those questions because people want to respect you know, want to yeah. respect you. It's a form of respect, which I understand. But I think I'm getting to this point in life, right? Because it's not just about pronouns or anything. It's also about, you know, skin tone, race, which I don't like to use. The, I don't use that term to define, you know. We're all one race. We're all the human race anyway. So I'm not a different race than you, okay? 
we're humans. Yes, you are female, you're a woman. You might identify as something else, but I don't think it's my business. I really don't think. I think this it's an inv- an invasion of privacy when someone asks me how do I identify as? What do I identify as? Am I black? Do I identify as white cuz I'm mixed? What's your, you know, are you he, him, her, she, whatever? I I think I'm more comfortable with responding with, you know, everything. I am everything. I am not just one thing. I am not just a side that I need to choose. Whether it's my black side, my white side, who I was raised by, uh, you know, am I a male? Do I prefer to be referred to as a he, she? Like, leave me alone. I'm Eris. I am Eris. And that's the name that I was given at birth. And that's enough for me. I know who raised me. You don't need to know that. You also don't need to know how I identify as. What side of my, you know, my background, my nationality or whatever that I identify as. That's for me to know and for you to never find out. Because it doesn't matter. I'm a person and you know my name. And I think that's enough. I'll give you more if I want. But this is a big pet peeve of mine. And I think we need to be a a bit more private and... uh, cherish details like that because how you identify is your own business now if i slip up and might refer to you as something that you don't you know identify as you could take me to the side you could be like you know what eris you know i would prefer these pronouns agreed or you know what i don't really identify with the white side of my family or how i was i was raised by the black side so i'm black And that's something else that we could dive into on how we define ourselves based on our skin tone and these shades and colors that they gave us to identify as. Woo! We could go on for hours about it. But I guarantee you how you might identify me as, I don't identify myself as. So you don't need to know. So that's my pet peeve of the week. Respect the boundaries. Respect the privacy. You know my name. I know yours, and I'm already just looking at you as a person. I could care less about the labels. I could care less about how you identify. I just want to get to know who you are. All I have is your name and that name you were given. Tell me who you really are. And we can have that conversation and sit down and share things, you know? Any thoughts on that? No, I think that's very important to, like... I get that's a respect thing, but... If I if I don't tell you, then just don't ask. Yeah, don't that's ask. like I I equate this to asking me how much money I make. Mm-hmm. I'm putting that. I'm starting to put that in the same category. How much money do you make, Eris? Uh, what's your body count? How do you identify? <laughs> I'm I'm putting all of these things in the same category. I don't care. This is my life. Don't ask me nothing, man. Unless I tell you. Anyway, anything else you want to add? No, nah, that's it. We're good to go. As you guys know, podcasts are a great way to build great relationships with your audience and grow your business. And the best way to get your podcast started planning, recording, finishing touches, and distribution is Oxbus. 
I use Oxpus for my podcast because it's easy enough for everyone to use and it saves a ton of time. You can get 50% off your first two months of Oxpus with my special offer code, WHOHOW50. So make sure you guys use the promo code WHOHOW50 on Oxpus. Get your podcasts on there. Promote your show. Get your show out there, man. So many podcasts being used. Why don't you tag me, WHOHOW Club? Put me on to some new podcasts. If you're a new podcaster out there, I want new podcasts. I could care less about the podcasts that have been out there, the most popular ones, famous ones, etc. If you've put your podcast on Oxbus and you're a new Oxbus user, tag Who How Club on Twitter or Instagram. I want to hear your podcast. Maybe we could collaborate and, uh, yeah, share our experiences. Um, so, yeah, remember to use promo code Who How 50. Uh, it's your kid 50 cent. Sorry, I always wanted to. Anytime I hear just 50, you want to say something 50 <laughs> cent related? Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, he has popularized that number. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have much to say. Any final words, Kay? Any message that you want to leave with the people, the listeners? What's something that you would like to leave with them today? Any type of knowledge, wisdom, just anything. It could be one word. Anything. Not to put you on the spot, but, you know, you're here. Yes. You know what we do. You're a supporter <laughs> of the show. You listen. What you know what we do. Wow, you just put me on the spot. Um, and I'm what's, what's like you know, if you had a couple seconds to talk to the world, what would you say to them right now? Honestly, um, I would say be free, live your life. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. And if you're not happy, get out. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Um, girls and boys, all of you, stay safe, be positive, and uh, just like Kay said, don't let anybody tell you what to do, man. Live your life, be positive, make sure you protect your loved ones, the people you care the most about, but also protect yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, supporters, club members. Where are all my rampagers at? Shout out to them. We're coming back soon. I promise. It's your boy, Eris Dejan. I'm your host for today. You are the Who and How Club. I am the Who and How Club, and we are the Who's and How's of the world. Please remember that without you and without me, there is no we. This is for us. Talk to y'all next week. One. Say bye, man. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bye. I'll Ew. see you next week. <laughs> Ew. Will you? You're going to yeah. be here next week? I'm going to be here next week. Says who, nigga? Says me, nigga. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, we will get to know Kate more next time. So I hope you guys uh, and girls don't feel like, you know, you didn't get to know Kate a lot because we want to savor it. We want to really dive into it. So you will. Kay, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you Once for again. inviting me. Yeah, for sure. We'll talk soon, y'all. One week. Meditate. Meditate. I don't know. I'm big on meditation. Man. I just want to feed it into their brain. I think we all need to meditate. Yeah. Just sit it's down. Very important. Clear get our into, minds. Yeah. Get into your subconscious. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> One.